Last time on Cursebreaker. During our first night in Hogwild, we defended the city from gnolls that turned out to be kind of pushovers. But the gnolls weren't the real problem. Joe had already taken over the town with his mind-controlling elixir. We discovered his secret hideout beneath the water tower, killed his mutated kobolds, and found Emery chained up and nearly dead. This is getting pretty dark. Those basilisks uh, pushed forward uh, into the next chamber where you found uh, Joe had somehow escaped and was not in the room, uh, but Emery uh, broke his chains, fell to the ground, and tried to reach out with his curse. Uh, when he tried to do that, though, he hit uh, Holly's historoscope, and it projected a memory uh, from deep within Emery. Uh, it showed you a vision from his perspective where Emery was trying to save a young boy who had been taken by these blinded goblins, uh, but he failed. He was unable to act uh, in his fear. Um, so what ended up happening is these goblins completed this horrific ritual where they summoned some otherworldly creature that took the boy's eyes, put them in its skull, and then pointed at Emery so hard that he forgot his god. It was an Emery memory. I know, I was going to say that too. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't contain it any longer. Emery's. <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> all alone in the eye cave. <laughs> Beautiful. This uh, memory kind of finishes up. Uh, the last thing you see is this eyeball creature walking away from Emery without having hurt him in any way. You can see from the memory that Emery is still stunned standing there looking over this underground chamber that is filled with goblins that all perished during the ritual and the young boy at the middle. Um, you see Emery walking towards the young boy's body and he just picks it up and that's where the memory cuts out and the historoscope falls back to the ground. You all remember that you're just standing in this dark, wet chamber underneath the water tower. Uh, Joe, who you were pursuing, is nowhere to be found, and uh, Emery is unconscious. So we're, is it like a utility type of room, or is it more like a cave? Yeah, it's like a pump room. You can hear like some kind of um, turning of a wheel that squeaks every now and then, uh, as well as some like water being pumped up through these pipes. Um, three of you had just activated your first uh, curse breaker tattoo mm. and are all uh, glowing white uh, with that magic lifting off of your skin. Um, I pull out my brooch of missile attract and mm. also my reverse command gauntlets and I set them down apart from each other and I'm focusing on the gauntlets. Okay. I've, there's another item here if someone needs to let go. <laughs> Yeah, you will all need to purge. Uh, you can't stop this once it's started. Can we all try to aim at those two items and see what happens? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just... We'll just uncurse them. Yeah, we'll, we'll all try to uncurse them and let our energy out. Do I have a sense that Emery is still very much cursed? Uh, he definitely is still cursed, though um, it seems the curse has voluntarily lifted its, its kind of maniacal hold over Emery. Joe... Parted from you, uh, 
promising that Emery was going to destroy all of you, but it seems in some ways the curse has taken mercy on Emery and the group. Okay. Yeah, I'll just go for the items too then. Okay. Yeah, I think without a direct threat, uh, we can say that you all annihilate those things. Um, <laughs> they're, they're stationary objects. It shouldn't be much of a challenge for you guys to get them um, dealt with. Um, Where is the sword? Uh, it is still on Emery's back. Um, was the sword visible in this vision that we saw? No. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'd like to run over to Emery and perform a good old-fashioned medicine check. Okay. So one? He's dead. Wow. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> we killed him with our curse-breaking powers. He can't be dead. I mean, we didn't even get a chance to kill him ourselves. Well, he does have a heartbeat. Is that dead? <laughs> no, it's not Brent. dead. That's, uh, I think... I'm just a little flustered. Hey, DM, um, did we use all our spell slots to do that curse-breaking just now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'm feeling very tired. Uh, I don't know where we can go. Joe still should have control of the entire town. We gotta take Emery somewhere safe. I I think my parents' house would be safe. Can we oh. wrap him up or something? I feel like if he wakes up, he could still be a danger to us. He's still got the sword. I don't think so. I think that I think that something has changed. I think once Joe's presence was gone, that I don't know. And what happened with the hysteroscope? I think we are safe again. Yeah, Joe thought for sure he was going to kill us as soon as he left, but... I think we're just, you know, better than Joe, right? Well, I hope so. So when he wakes up, he's just going to be not cursed anymore? No, he will still be cursed, but he will be how he was before Joe invaded his mind. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. I think he won't be overly antagonistic toward us. Right, he will be who he was when we lost saw him. Can I get a perception check from each of you? 17. 14. 10. 1. Also 10. Uh, so 17. Um, Snack, you hear, I guess, a, a sort of metallic click, a little bit of an echo uh, coming from the far end of the room uh, that seems to be coming from above you. Snack is well-versed in traps and immediately flies into the air and looks around. You don't see a trap. Um, can I get an investigation check out of you? 10. You see... A ladder. I'm going to fly up to where the ladder goes. You can tell that there's some sort of hatch there. Hmm. I think the curse went this way. Holly runs up to the base of the ladder and she says, Which way? I I need to get out of here. I'm just so tired. This. It oh. is a trap. Uh, Snack tries to fly and push up on the hatch. If that doesn't work, he will inspect it for latches. Okay. Uh, yeah, pushing does not get you anywhere. Okay. I do have thieves tools. Uh, I take out like a crowbar and I'm just kind of like f trying to find a footing by like stabbing around it. Sure. 13. Okay. Yeah, you uh, expertly use your uh, very skill intensive thieves tools by shoving a crowbar into the lip of this thing and prying the hatch open. Uh, the entire panel just falls off the ceiling and hits the ground. Uh, Look out, Holly. Yeah, Holly makes it. Make a next <laughs> save. Holly's right at the base of the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> 15. Nice. Yeah. Expertly dodged that. Uh, <laughs> but the rest of you hear this metallic clang as the square panel falls to the ground. And uh, Snack, you can see a way that goes all the way up. I think we must leave this place. Yeah, no no kidding. Uli, can you carry Emery? <sighs> yeah, I can do that again. 
I hoist him. Well, does he have a way of carrying his sword on his self? He's already got it strapped got to him. It. It's yeah. strapped to him. Okay. Yeah, then I'll just sack of potatoes him. Okay. Your spell slots may be gone, but your strength is still with you. Yeah. Yeah. Strength. Thank goodness for that. My strength slots. Wait, who has the stoppy talkie on us? Not I. I think you do. Do right? I? Uh, Tibio here. Oh, yes. Do, do you, you want to talk to Dave? What should I tell him? The Doesn't Law still have one of these? Uh, yeah, but he can't come on private property, I guess. I don't know. Without a warrant, right? Anything <laughs> that Law knows, Joe will know. Oh, that's a good point. Then speak in code. Uh, what should I tell them not in code? And I will try to find a way to say it in code. Um, why don't we send them a message not with the stubby ducky? Oh, so smart. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Will you <laughs> please send a message to Barrett? <laughs> I forgot we could do that. Dear Dave, it's us. We're safe. We found Joe's secret hideout. We're all headed to the Nissa's house. So meet us there as soon as you can. P.S. We're bringing Emery in tow. Sincerely, Engelbart FF Wisherspoon. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't think Dave is controlled, right? No, he had a flask. Right, he has his own canteen uh, or right. flask. So we've got at least two allies in that. Did you guys drink anything that wasn't alcohol? No, only alcohol. Snack stops licking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, let's get out of this tunnel. Uh, so, snacky, throw up on the hatch and kind of fly out. Holly is soon to follow. When you come to the surface, you first notice a blazing fire. Um, pieces of the water tower are stacked on top of each other and set ablaze, uh, kind of in the center of town. Here, you look around and see the entire town of Hogwild is outside encircling this area. Cool. Is this like one of those festivals? Holly, hurry. Uh, I don't, that's not the wild out. We don't do that. Let's, uh, not draw attention to ourselves. Um, it's kind of all eyes on you, uh, as you surface here, Hmm. you see, uh, law standing with his wings outstretched. And when he closes them, you see Joe, standing behind law that was a cool entrance i gotta give you that uh looking around you can also see barrett is being held down by viri and benth and dave is being held down by a dozen townsfolk with ropes that have got him sort of pulled in many directions Mm. how uh dave you get my message uh he kind of like looks up at you but is still struggling against these ropes and doesn't respond. Can we run? Can we just run the other way? They're surrounding us. There's no way to escape. Unless Snack. you can fly. Just fly away. Uh, I cannot abandon my friends. No. Go get Louis's parents. Go for and help. Door, maybe? Mm. Go, Snack. Go now. Uh, Holly like pushes him to get him to go. Okay, Snack flies off towards the Nisses. Uh, what's your AC? 13. Okay, a, uh, a crossbow bolt kind of sails <gasps> off into the night, uh, narrowly missing Snack as he <sighs> flies away. Yes, Snack, you did it. <laughs> you, made us, you made us lose all of our spells. Yeah, that's not a good idea. No, we need help. What else are we going to do? Joe says, I'm done here. I'm done with this town. My distribution center is forfeit thanks to you. It exploded. <laughs> what was your whole aim here anyway? 
What does Hogwild have for you? A good start. But that's over now. Time to start over. And I'm gonna get a clean escape. Or they're gonna get it. And he gestures to Dave and Barrett. Oh, this again. Joe, we have done this before and it did not end well for you last time. Do not do this again. Just leave. Oh, I will. And this guy's coming with me. And he gestures to Law. And he says, Now I'm gonna turn my back and nobody's gonna move. You understand? Oh no, don't take Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We'd our be favorite. lost without him. Our favorite oh, sheriff. Dang. <laughs> Holly is going to message Law, and she's like, got her eyes shut really tight, and she's like, Law, you don't have to listen to Joe. Listen to me. He is controlling the town. He is causing anarchy. Can you hear me? Don't worry, Holly. I can hear you just fine. (gasps) Damn it. (laughs) Um, Holly, as your message spell uh, finishes, you hear from out in the crowd, you hear this, and you look and uh, Dave is being branded with a hot iron oh that's Jeez. just Dave Racist. and Joe says does anyone else want to try some stupid moves I was thinking about it Holly's going to run up and try to punch Joe she's angry now Okay. that, she hurt, that they hurt Dave and now everyone's going to die uh, yeah go ahead and make an attack on Joe oh boy I'm going to use luck <laughs> Oh my god. I can't use luck again, can I? I don't no, I don't so. think you can okay. luck a luck. Um it was six was my better roll. Uh yeah, that is uh that is not a hit even on a stationary target. <laughs> um so uh law just kind of stands in your way and uh just kind of like throws up a wing and just buffs you away. That was very dumb. You can't do this. This is not right. You hear uh, a sort of uh, muffled wince uh, as you see somebody has driven a dagger into Barrett in response for you acting out, Holly. <gasps> Holly, he said not to move. Holly just starts crying. She's like, just doesn't know what to do. Joe, just go, please, just go. He says, gladly. Uh, Law spreads out his wings and takes one big flap and grabs Joe under his arms with his talons and begins uh, (laughs) trying to lift off uh, with Joe, who is also holding his jug. (laughs) Uh, Which you can all tell at this point that uh, Joe has a gigantic health potion uh, that is constantly feeding into his body for a wound that will never heal. Gross. Hell yeah. Who did did that wound? (laughs) And uh, you see Joe being... uh, kind of uh, awkwardly carried off into the night sky. It's not as smooth sailing as you thought it might have been. I run to Barrett. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's got a not insignificant stab wound in him. Uh, the rest of the townsfolk are just kind of standing around dumbly. Bert, Bert, gonna, please tell me you have... I'm going to toss some healing words on uh, Barrett and Dave. Okay. Thank you. I'm not going to roll because it's more thematic. Sure. <laughs> you see the at least the, the pain that was uh, affecting them has subsided and they're able to kind of see clearly. Um, in that moment, though, you all start hearing the uh, <laughs> from around the edges of town as gnolls begin to pour in once again. Uh, these gnolls who need no mind control to assault the town of Hogwild. Uh, begin to pour in from the front gates and from every alley and avenue in the city. Is Joe a thousand feet away yet? Just about, yeah. 
I run forward toward the gate and I say, no, no more. And I try to hit him with a poison spray. Okay. <laughs> and they must succeed a con save. It's a really good con save, actually. 19. Ugh, for that this works. pocket of gnolls. So you uh, you go to like throw it off into this crowd, and uh, a couple gnolls are sort of um, disgusted by the poison spray, but little else as they continue to march into the city. I'm going to get in front of some townsfolk and toss a word of radiance at those gnolls. Okay. Yeah, I've moved in front of the townspeople, too. I would like to be guarding Dave and Barrett and flicking firebolts. Okay. Uh, now is not the right time, Knowles. Make a constitution saving throw. They're good at those. 18. Jesus. Nothing. Okay. Uh, the Knowles continue to descend upon your party. This is not looking good, Tibio. Uh, I cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Which is a ranged spell attack. Okay. Instead of a con save. 14? 14 hits a Knoll. Ah, sweet. Yeah. On a hit, it takes 2d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. That is a 12. Okay. Yeah, damn. (laughs) So as these gnolls begin to descend on the town, you guys try in vain for a little bit to fend them off as best you can. One of them raises an arm and is about to strike down a citizen, and Tibio manages to get off a ray of frost uh, that actually just stops it literally dead in its tracks. Um, and the rest of the gnolls take one big step back, and they have this kind of tense standoff with the rest of the citizens. Bert's going to flourish some magic quills. After the ray of frost hits one, I kind of like shake the rest of the frost off my fingers, like ready for another one. Okay. Uh, Snack, you are uh, whizzing through the cool night air uh, towards where you remember Holly's parents to be, sort of course correcting every now and then as you uh, weave through the trees. Mm. You can see the uh, porch light at their uh, estate out in the woods there, and uh, you land on their front porch. What do you do? I look for one of their windows I inspected earlier and tried to make a covert entrance. Okay. <laughs> yep. They have a door. <laughs> yeah, give me a stealth check. 16. Damn. Yeah, you enter their house unnoticed. <laughs> they could be with the enemy. I don't know. Uh, Snack looks around and tries to see where they are and what they're doing. Yeah, you uh, uh, hover throughout their house and uh, see that they are all sleeping in their respective rooms. I light the candles in the parents' room. Yeah, um, you see Uli's mother begin to stir in her sleep, and she sits up, and then you see her, like, reaching around at her bedside, and she grabs a wand, and she, like, points it out towards you. Is there? (laughs) I flew up. Uli's mom. It is I, Snack. Uh, you then hear Uli's father, without even rising from his bed, just says, Is that the dragon? <laughs> yes, it is me. I, I go back to the ground now and stand triumphantly. Uli's mom throws the wand at you. Ouch! <laughs> what do you want? I believe that there is a big event happening near the water tower. It is no more. Uh, Joe with a jug. He was... Staring at us sternly, I think that the law is with him now. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> Uli's Where's dad, Crystal? Uli's dad sits up in bed and they just stare at each other for a sec. And they're like, did you say the water tower's gone? I don't know who did it. I think it was Bert. Uh, but 
there. Um, Joe is... Uh, this has happened before. Joe has taken over all the townspeople. And some of your offspring may be in danger. Fortunately for you, you have many, but I thought you would care to know this. Um, they both are kind of like standing up and, and shuffling on slippers. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden... Uli's mom looks up with these big, startled, wide eyes, and she says, Dor, no, 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 no. And Dor is standing over you with a two-handed hammer about <laughs> crashing down on you. And then he just kind of, like, stays it when he sees you there, and he says, What's going on? It is I, Snack the Dragon. <laughs> From dinner, right. Yes, Dor, your siblings may need your strength. What? Yes, the town, I believe... I thought it was a festival at first, but um, I think it is more of a hmm, takeover. Back at town, the gnolls are about to descend on the townsfolk. Uh, in fact, it's getting to the point where you're going to have to make some decisions on who is going to be saved and who's going to be sacrificed. Um, Holly pulls a stormlight out of her pocket and holds it up. Um, and she presses a button on it she didn't see before. And instead of being like a flashlight, it kind of like turns into like a globe on the end hmm. to be like a globe on the end of a stick, a little globe. Mm-hmm. And it like lights up around instead of just straight forward oh, in a sure. beam. Yeah. Um, and uh, just gives off its bright little stormlight just to try to wear, like, shock the bad, bad guys. Yeah. Um, so you are, your entire group, this, this pocket of people in the center of town now is being swarmed and encircled by, uh, this large group of gnolls. How big is our group? Um, there's probably 30 citizens in the center surrounded by some 60 odd gnolls. Does Dave seem okay other than the brand? Yeah. Can I untie him? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if there's a length limit on the ingress ink. You can do a, uh, I think it's a 10-foot line or a 5-foot circle. Right, okay. What about like a (laughs) semi-circle? I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to use it uh, to create a barrier, even if they have to walk around it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you you flash out this arced barrier in front of you uh, with the ink of ingress, and you see a knoll, like, walking towards you. Yeah, I want to, like, taunt one of them. Yeah. Behind the line. It, like, rolls up its snout and kind of sneers at you and then comes closer with a flail attached by a chain and uh, takes, like, a swing near you and uh, the the shield kind of halts its momentum and uh, you hear that familiar kind of boom as it smashes against the wall. Um, and then uh, the word crack appears over the shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's two damage to your Ink of Ingress shield. Okay. Does my light do nothing except light up the scene? Uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. It just it just puts a spotlight on where you guys are. Which is good so we can see it. That's true. Advantage now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I throw my mirror ball. Nice. Okay. Yes. Do you throw, I light it time. up and then you throw the mirror ball <laughs> and just like it goes into a disco ball above us. Now. We need yeah. some like battle music for this. <laughs> yeah. I'll say with the stormlight out that the gnolls kind of like shy away from the light a little bit and uh, nice, for that nice. reason they're they're sort of sitting ducks to be you'll take advantage on this attack. Oh, thank Woo! God. Nice. <laughs> Please. Mirror ball. Mirror ball. Mirror ball. Mirror ball. Mirror ball. That's very good because one of them was a one. Oh my God. <laughs> 16. Okay. Ooh. Cool. Uh, so roll damage on that guy. It finally does a thing. 
Okay, so it's 2d4. 10. Nice. Damage. Okay. And then I re-roll the attack roll, or is it just from the first attack roll? Just from the first attack roll. Okay. Your attack is a 16, a 14, and a 12. Okay. Uh, down to 12 hits, but beyond that does not. So okay. you throw the mirror ball, and you, you see it bounce off of a gnoll's face, and then you just hear it, ping, 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 <laughs> smash up against two other gnolls. And uh, all three of them are dazed and almost downed uh, by those attacks. Mirror ball. <laughs> Yay. Finally worked. Snack, what do you do as you arrive on scene? I'm here. You are behind all of the gnolls. Where's Bidet? Um, we'll say uh, Bidet has been largely left alone, mostly because everyone thought it was already dead. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, but you see it uh, attached to a hitching post, and it stands up uh, when it sees you come near. I gesture. Make with the, I put a finger to my snout, as if to shush. And then I stealthily approach the gnolls. I make a silent image over myself, as if to be a, a weak human. Okay. So just cowering on the ground. Okay. And then I make some weak human noises. Wait, what do those weak human noises sound like? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say five or six gnolls at the back of the pack turn around and notice you and start walking towards you with clubs in hand. I'll wait till they're close. Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty much upon you, and they're ready to just like pound you into the ground. I cast thunder wave. <laughs> Con save. Uh, that is a fourteen. That does not do it. All right. Fuck it up, Kenneth. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight thunder damage, and they get pushed. Their corpses get pushed ten feet. Away from <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so from uh, from the middle of the crowd where you're all kind of stuck right now, you see towards the back of the crowd that three of them just go sailing up into the air, kind of like <laughs> ass over tea kettle, cartwheeling through the sky, and uh, fall back down to the ground. Do you drop the illusion after that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then you see uh, a snack standing at the epicenter of the explosion. Uh, there are six null corpses surrounding him now. It was me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snack's back. Uh, you look up to see snack, and you look beyond him at the gates of Hogwild. Uh, you see Dor is riding a warg into town. Um, he is dragging a knoll by a leather strap across the ground, and he is hoisting a warhammer high into the air. Um, he comes up next to a few knolls that were near Snack that didn't get hit by the blast, takes his warhammer and drives it through their chest so hard that it comes out the other side. Um, you all see that Dor's eyes are impossibly red and almost like they're bloodshot to a point of sickness. It dawns on you at this point that Dor is what you would call a barbarian, mm-hmm. and he is deep within what you'd call a rage. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's my big brother. <laughs> he uh, cleaves another pack of gnolls, and you just hear this... <laughs> as he continues to swat through them, Dor kind of skids to a stop on the warg, looks over at Uli and says, Nisclan! Wild out! Tibio says, Yes! <laughs> uh, Uli. Yeah? Instead of being your awkward self, something is summoned inside you that you didn't know existed. You cannot resist the rallying cry of your family. Uh, you enter a rage. Cool. <gasps> Whoa. So fucking yeah. Cute. Okay. Um. When you enter a rage from any point now on, you get a free spell cast of any level, and then you immediately surge. 
Does that count if I have no spell slots? Yes. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, how do I go into a rage? Uh, I think that's up to you, but the, the effect is the same. You all can all see that Uli's muscles suddenly just kind of flex out. She becomes like totally like veined up and vascular and her <laughs> eyes go this bloodshot red and you see her eyes just darting from side to side and she lets out this like shrill squeal. <laughs> Why a squeal? Well, <laughs> I sound cooler than that. Okay. Make your noise. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, and I would like to see if there are any weapons around me that aren't attached to Dave. There's a flail that's been dropped by a down knoll. I will take it. Okay. And I'll like nudge Dave up. Yeah, he stands with you. Cause I feel like he should he should get in on this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your spell cast? Can I move first? Sure. Okay. I would like to run into a crowd of gnolls. Okay. I guess I'll also thunder wave, and then I auto surge. Yeah, uh, that is an eight on the thunder wave save. Uh, they don't save. They are blasted back. Um, ten damage, and then they're pushed ten feet. Okay. Uh, yeah, three of those gnolls that had been uh, bonked with the mirror ball um, were kind of like <laughs> retreating back into the crowd, and you just like followed them right to where they were, and they were the first ones to get hit by your thunder wave, uh, and they are they have been made into corpses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another pocket of gnolls just gets kind of blasted. You've actually you've cleaved this group in half uh, such that the gnolls are beginning to be separated now. Okay, and then I'm rolling for my surge. Mm-hmm. That's really dumb, flavor-wise. Okay. I'm, I'm frightened by the next, the nearest creature. <laughs> <laughs> what insect is Uli afraid of? Um, maybe beetles now. Okay. Yeah. So like you run into the middle of these uh, knolls, like blast them all to pieces, and then like in the midst of your rage, in the midst of all this carnage and, and destruction, you see this fat beetle slowly flying through the air and just <laughs> kind of lands on your shoulder. Uh, no, no. <laughs> and I like, I like slap it. You can all see magic arcing off of Uli as it looks like she's about to explode again <laughs> to try to get rid of the <laughs> You see uh, kind of in a whirlwind of action, Uli's other siblings have been called by this rallying cry that Dor let out as well. Um, Barrett just stands up and one inch punches a knoll and <laughs> its head just caves in. Great. Viri cool. uh, tackles one and just starts strangling it on the ground. And uh, Benth... He's not a fighter. Ben still just kind of <laughs> runs away. <laughs> uh, He's yelling taunting yeah. words. Ben Ben like climbs a bunch of crates and starts shouting at people to fight back. Dave kind of looks at you in stunned disbelief uh, before idly crushing a knoll in the palm of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> rolls him into a ball and huh. flicks him away. Um, the evening descends into a truly hog wild chaotic mosh pit. Um, these knolls are no threat, especially when you have the confidence behind you uh, that Dor has given. Um, Dor himself is wiping these things out in droves. We kind of pan around the scene to see each of you just demolishing whatever comes near you. These townsfolk have gone from fearful and, and pocketed to chasing knolls down alleyways and chasing them out of the city gates. By the end of the night, there's a lot of destruction around town, but it's mostly intact. Of course, the water tower is destroyed. There are people asleep in the streets that have passed out in <laughs> random places. There are people sleeping in alleyways. There are people like sleeping in little groups holding null weapons. Um, 
This is a typical Friday night. <laughs> uh, where do all of you end up at the end of this uh, cleanup? I mean, Holly probably just went where everyone else went, in the bar, on in the inn or something, yeah. like curled Sleep up on over. a bench. Tibio is trying to gather the dead and move the knollish dead out of the town and any townsfolk. There were no casualties on your side. Okay. Um, Barrett and Dave got the worst of it. Okay. Then I gather the injured and just make sure everybody's okay. Yeah, it's it's very easy for Tibio to march the dead out of the city. Uh, these knoll corpses just obediently get up and walk out. I was literally thinking in my head, I'm like, Tibio's so weak. How's he going to carry those dead bodies out? <laughs> Not carrying shit. <laughs> I also am going to check on Emery. Uh you can see that he's dehydrated and that he had been tortured to some degree. He's fairly injured and uh, in worse spirits than you've seen him. I gave him water from my canteen because I don't trust the drinking water here. The water is theoretically safe because Joe's far enough away. But Yeah, Joe's gone. Also, the cistern where he was introducing the mind control element is, is destroyed. Um, so now it's still just a direct feed from the lake, although it's got no cistern to be stored into. Mm-hmm. The next morning, Uli, you, you wake to a cold cloth on your forehead. Um, you open your eyes and see uh, Ulrich standing in front of you. Oh, hey. Oh, my head hurts so bad. I thought the wild out was going to be tonight, not last night. You guys partied hard. Uh, we pre-gamed a little bit. <laughs> Welcome home, Ulrich. Good to be back. You uh, You want a smoothie? And he offers you a blueberry smoothie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, the rest of your gang is already up. It's uh, it's two p.m. Good afternoon. Do they need me anywhere? Uh, eventually, we got to get ready for tonight. But uh. <laughs> how are the rest of you received this morning? Holly's probably just trying to get things mended up with her um, cantrips, helping out where she can. She's kind of subdued this morning. Bert is gathering quotes from the townspeople okay. about the wild night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Tibio is, yeah, pretty somber. Um, this was like the first massive amount of violence and death he's really seen. And even though everybody's told him that it's okay, like he's still not sure how he feels about it, mm-hmm. though he knows it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just very introspective, trying to help out where he can. He's a young boy from his home from his first battle mm-hmm. war. <laughs> yeah. You're a man now. <laughs> now you're a man. <laughs> uh, snack. Carnage hero. Tibio. Uh, yes, yes, Snack. I was wondering, um, did we do well last night with killing the gnolls? I think so. I don't know. I I do not think that killing is something that we should do. But this town was in danger. And from what everyone has said, there is no way to reason with the nose. I don't know. What do you think? I, I tried making some traps to be oh that... Um, wouldn't kill the gnolls, but just catch them. Unfortunately, I just keep catching children around the city. (laughs) I'm quite tired. Uh, Snack, you are letting the children go, yes? Uh, Yes, um, yes, of course, but (laughs) I wanted you to know that I 
I do try to be old. Thank you, Snick. Ilya kind of overhears your conversation and says, Oh, boy. All right, Snack, let's go free those kids. (laughs) Uh, See, I told them not to come by again, and they they think it's fun, I swear. (laughs) Third time this morning. Uh, How many traps did you lay? I did not sleep much. There's three pit traps in one uh, trip wire, but they seem to think it's fun to find the holes in the ground. Do you remember where they all are? I think so. (laughs) And, um... Uli, you uh, step back inside after experiencing the sunshine for just a second. Um, <laughs> Emery is on the ground here. It's just you and Tibio, Uli. Um, Emery kind of stirs awake, and uh, you can hear him like tip over a glass as he like rolls over. Get up. I'll give him a minute. He is uh, face down on the floor of the bar. He has been through... Much more than we have these past two days, and we have been through much. Mm, I hate it when you're reasonable. <laughs> you uh, you see his shoulders kind of shrug, and then his shoulders kind of bounce. And it takes you a second to realize that he's sobbing into the floor. Oh, no, no. Tib- Tibia, this is not my wheelhouse. Um, I kneel on the ground and gently place a skella hand on his shoulder. You can hear him do that kind of rapid inhale. <laughs> Emery, it is okay now. Joe is gone. I didn't even try. I couldn't move. You had no choice. He had control. He had control of the whole town. It was not your fault. I couldn't save him. Oh. Only oh. he's talking about his past. Oh, but hey... Emery, I think you might need this right now. And I hand him the tantrum tankard. I think he takes it and he throws it across the bar. Why does no one want to use this? I swear it's good. <laughs> um, Tibio kind of like settles into sitting on the floor and helps Emery kind of like sit up. A little bit instead of like laying on the floor like a <laughs> yeah dirty baby. <laughs> um, and he says, "I am sorry, Emery. I know that it is something very personal to you, but we saw we saw your memory of what happened in the cave with the boy." He just kind of like lets out a heave. Emery, it it was not your fault. You were overwhelmed. You were outnumbered. You were not equipped for that battle. Yeah, he he looks a lot more defeated and subdued than you've ever seen him. He doesn't say much, but he uh, he seems to kind of try to stick by your side, Tibio. Well, I th- I think you've got this covered. Uh, what was that, Ulrich? Uh, he's calling me. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, you run outside and find Ulrich. Uh, the rest of your party is uh, being conscripted by other townsfolk to kind of help out around Hogwild. They still fully intend on having the festival tonight. Getting, <laughs> getting as fucked up as they did the night before. <laughs> um, Ulrich has brought a enormous convoy from Tildry full of food. There are several wagon carts, like 16 deep, just chock-a-block full of supplies. He's pulling one cart into town, 
And uh, when he kind of arrives at the center, uh, he explains that this cart is meant for the Wild Out Festival. The rest of the carts are destined for Vindorn. In fact, that is the convoy that Dor is supposed to protect. He's protecting Ulrich's convoy. Right. Uh, Ulrich actually isn't going any farther. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> He's going back to Tildry after today. He has to go run things with Margot. Ulrich, what are you moving from Tildry to Vindorn? Oh, it's just uh, food, supplies, aid, like blankets and stuff. They need it really bad in Vindorn. Oh, I see. I assumed that Dor was going to be doing crime. I thought it was going to be a crime caravan. It's- but it's an outreach caravan. Yeah. yeah. That's way better. All he right. just does what he's paid to do. Yeah. Are, are we all back in the bar at this point? Or where I are mean, we? Yeah, you're all like in the scene whenever you okay. want to be. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What's the situation up there in Vindorn? Sounds pretty bad. Yeah, they, uh, their central governance has essentially collapsed. Uh, the citizens can't get any kind of aid, uh, especially the ones who are resisting right now. They need a lot of help. Another uprising, I see. Well, not so much. They tried, and where Tildry succeeded, they did not. Mm. We're just trying to keep them on life support. Any evil judges up there? No judges at all. That's part of the problem. Just a dictator? Just a king. Oh. Ooh, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) What's the king's name again? Nobody knows. <laughs> King Vin. He who Dorn. should not be named. King Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, and how's it going back in Tildry since we've been gone? Not bad. Judge Flan is up for a trial pretty soon. Judge Margot presiding. <laughs> nice. That's my bingo. I hate to miss that. Jinx is under lock and key. I don't think he'll ever get out. Have you heard anything from Ivy? Sounds like things are going pretty good. Uh, their patch is all sold out. They made a killing. Holly, you ought to check in with them. I think they owe you a pretty penny. Ah, uh, I can't wait to see them again. They miss you already. They told me so before I left. Aw, that's nice. If you see them before I do, tell them I'll be home soon and I can't wait to see them again. I will. I'll be going back pretty soon here. I just uh, couldn't miss the Wild Out Festival. This is the first time in six years we've had the whole clan together. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Ulrich, I wish you could have seen the whole clan fighting together last night. It was truly a sight to behold. Yeah, I heard some pretty wild stuff. Yeah, they uh, beasted out for sure. What did you call that? Uh, what did they call it? The Nis battle cry? Oh, man. Did Dor rage? He did, yeah. Uh, and, and so did Uli. Oh, wow. Well, so did every Nis that was there. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know what came over me. Just That's like that time that older kid tried to beat up Benth. Remember, half of us started going wild. We almost killed that bully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got in so much trouble. We don't talk about it anymore, right? Bert, at that moment, um, Ilya nabs your attention. Um, she's been kind of quietly moving about town this morning. When she finds you, she says, uh, Hey, I've, uh, I've got kind of a strange request. Oh, lay it on me. Um, can we go talk somewhere? <laughs> oh, uh, sure. You uh, move out of the bright sunlight back into the hair of the hog, which is uh, uh, pretty much empty at this time of day. Um, she sits you down at a table and says, I, you are, you have, um. All right, Ilya. 
okay, look. And she like holds out her arm and shows you the Tildry tattoo on her hand. And she says, can you do something about this? Uh, you want me to remove it or like yes. paint over it, make it look like a dog or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that gatekeeper said he'd be able to get it off, but he's floundering. He can't. And I don't want to be bound to Tildry. I don't want to be bound to anyone. Hmm, that makes sense. And with a new government in Tildry, there's no repercussions for doing so. I guess you can't be summoned by snack at any moment. Did you know that's something he can do? I was not aware of that, but I think that just makes this more of an urgent crisis. Right, can you get this off or not? I'll see what I can do. I take out the silver light quill and start sucking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, dark you like, alleyway. You like yeah. <laughs> They're in the bar, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, you uh, absorb this tattoo, uh, which also means you have the ability to put this on somebody else. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I wondered if I could make use of the ink. Yeah, you can store the ink in a spare vial. Hmm. She says, wow, that is a huge weight off. You get summoned and roughed up once in your life and you feel like it's just going to happen again and again. I imagine that's pretty traumatizing. I, uh, I owe you. Um, again. Uh, don't even mention it. No, Got I... any other embarrassing tattoos you need me to take care of? <laughs> I, I do owe you, though. I'll, I'll find a way to repay you. That would be great. <laughs> I love this back and forth with Lillian and Bert. Or she's constantly owing him a life debt. <laughs> We're gonna need a lot of help setting up for tonight. You know that, right? Just because you're hungover doesn't mean you get to slack off. I didn't expect it. Mom's kind of a hard ass about that. Yes, I am! <laughs> uh, where's your friend, uh, uh, Scaly and Bones? I love that. I love that! <laughs> it's like like a buddy cop yeah. drama. <laughs> it's only an aisle. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Snack comes out from uh, behind a corner. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You, yeah. There's well, Snack. Snack comes out from behind a corner and you see a child running the opposite way going, I'm free! I'm free! <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> they run faster. <laughs> Ulrich. Yeah, uh, hey. Did the library say anything about missing books? Uh, well, there were some books in the Tower of Magic that I don't think we're ever going to get back. Hmm. But no. So strange for Bert to do this. Well, what did, what is it that you need, Ulrich? Kind of a novelty, but I wanted to experiment. Uh, you've got, like, fire breath, right? Yes. I have this theory that people are going to be crazy about eating steaks that have been dragon roasted. Do you think you could do that for us? I feel strange about this request. Snack, that sounds so cool. It, of course, it's cool. It involves a dragon, but <laughs> seems a little, you know. I'll get the grill set up. You just hang tight. Um, Bones, I'm going to need your help, too. Um, I, I look around like anybody else could possibly be called Bones. <laughs> um, and then I point at myself. What? Yeah, uh, you, Bones. Um, I was wondering, okay, he's a little wild, right? And he's pointing a snack. Um, it 
depends on your definition. I don't think that he is necessarily hog wild wild, <laughs> but he's cobbled wild. Well, good. Uh, we're going to need somebody. I was hoping somebody calculated and somebody kind of, um, let's say, fierce uh, to hunt this year's boar. What do you think about that? Tibio has never thought of himself as fierce in his life, but this is a moment of inspiration. He puts his skeleton hands on his skeleton hips and straightens up to his full skeleton height and says, I would be honored. <laughs> um, I mean, you're calculated and, and he's fierce. Do you want Snag to hunt the bar? Uh, I don't know how into killing you'd be. I just need to make sure that he doesn't cause a lot of damage while he's out there. Oh. Oh, I yes, I guess I can help him. I mean, we don't have to call it babysitting, but... Oh. Yes, I guess I could do that. Great. Well, uh, I think by the time you guys get back, we should be all set up and ready to go. So, um, good luck. <laughs> Tibio walks over to Snack and puts a hand on his shoulder and goes... <laughs> Let's go find a boar. Mm, what are we doing with this boar? It's not going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the same time, uh, Mama Niss is walking around town. Actually, she's going to make a stop by Holly first. It says, uh, Hey, Fortune, I need a favor from you. Lady Fortune to you, Mama Niss. <laughs> and Holly winks at her. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Stop hitting on all my family members. I'm not hitting on her. I'm just being cheeky. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I remember you saying you were pretty good with a needle and thread. Oh, yeah. You know, I've sewn a garment or two. Hmm. Well, um, I'm uh, sort of an amateur, and I was uh, I was trying to make something for Uli, and I wondered if you could help uh, spruce it up a bit. Definitely. Well, what are you making? Can you show me? Yeah. Uh, she takes out... Uh, the, this uh, pair of handmade overalls. She says, No! Um, I really wanted to make her something nice. Uh, I just, I was even trying to follow this really expensive pattern that I bought. It's supposed to be magic when you're finished with it, but I, I couldn't figure it out. That's so cute. Um, I can frame a house in half a day, but I can't run a needle through a thread. Or I can't thread a... Damn it, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, Holly sees a little um, package pinned to the back of the overalls that's the pattern, and it's got HH in the corner. It's one of her own patterns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holly, this is a, a very early model that you made. Uh, these are fire-resistant overalls. Um, and Holly like looks at the back and sees that pattern book, and she's like, yeah, I think I could help with this one. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, do you need the pattern? Um. Maybe just for reference will be good. But uh, yeah, we'll take a look. Did you want to give it to her tonight? If we could. Uh, I don't know how quick you can work, but I'm sick of staring at this thing. I got it. Don't you worry. She looks at the package and says, I hate these H's. It's like it's laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, a laugh in the day is a punch in the night. We can just cut that. Sorry. <laughs> we it's, can't. it's good to take chances. It's beautiful. <laughs> a laugh in the day is a punch in the night. It's one of those weird hog wild things. <laughs> uh, no. Mama Niss continues to uh, check on you throughout the day. Uh, Uli, 
Yeah. Uh, it just so happens that you and Dave ended up repairing a lot of the town together. <laughs> um, give me a uh, strength check. Give me a romance check. Could I please use my scroll of bull strength first? Sure. <laughs> because I have one of those. Okay, strength check. No. <laughs> okay, so I have advantage on strength. 15? 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're, um, you're, you're handily pushing up this giant, like, spiked wooden timber. You're, like, raising it back into place. And uh, though you don't quite need it, uh, Dave kind of... Uh, puts a hand sort of over you and like helps like lift it into place and, uh, and helps you like tie it down so that it stays upright. Um, you can see him kind of uh, wincing as uh, he's putting some pressure on his uh, brand mark from the night before. Oh shit. Hey, I'm sorry about that. Oh, it's not your fault at all. You didn't do it. It's, it's nothing. Uh, can I, can I see it? He uh, moves his arm. It's sort of like on his ribs, still kind of fresh, and uh, you can see that it's still like a, a pretty much glistening wound. Uh, it's a big H. For Hogwild? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I was like, like oh. H for what? Hamburger. <laughs> oh. Oh man, that looks that looks really painful. Is this always going to remind you of that? It'll always remind me of the time that my friend saved me in Hogwild. Aw, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of like looks like staring at it, and he's like, "Does hurt though." Yeah, my mom might have like a good poultice or something. She she makes her own home remedies. Your mom, huh? Yeah, I can go get it. You don't have to. Uh, here, just come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you go and track down uh, Mama Niss. When you enter the Hair of the Hog, she kind of like steps in front of Holly, who is working on the overalls, and uh, sort of like tries to get you to, to look away from what's being created. Uh, okay. Weird. Hey, Mama. Mm-hmm. Do you have any... Um... Let's go over here. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you have anything that would be good for this? Uh, uh like the burn? Hmm... I mean, yeah, if you had pinched him somewhere else, it could help distract the pain. And she, like, tries to get near him. No, like, something to put on it. Oh. Uh, yeah, got a couple things. And uh, she goes behind the bar, and Benth is just like, excuse you. And she just starts going through all of Benth's shit and, like, <laughs> taking out his, uh, yeah, his supplies. And uh, she starts crushing up some strange roots into a bowl. And he's like, we need those for martinis, mom. <laughs> and uh, she comes back with this little uh, poultice of, of crushed herbs and a bandage. And uh, she lays it over the wound and she's like, that should stick pretty well. Uli, this is like when you used to um, blow up. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen Uli's burns? Oh. She's talking to we Dave. We don't have to. It's right on her little butt. She, no. uh, she, <laughs> uh, she scorched the shed to pieces one day and no. a little timber fell on her. No. It's... We were all pretty scared, but she's fine. No. <laughs> that never happened. Dave um, goes, is that what that was? No. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mama. <laughs> uh, you guys seem good here. All right. Is that Ulrich? Uh, <laughs> I got I got to go. See ya. <laughs> Bert, um rushes through the open door and he's out of breath. He goes, ah, I sense that 
There's an embarrassing story about Uli. <laughs> Did I miss it? Uh, you just missed Burnbutt herself, but I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Uh, in the uh, the woods, not far outside of town, uh, Tibio and Snack have followed a uh, stony little crag, uh, tracking down this old boar that's got a few arrows sticking out of it. Um, you can tell this thing has lived a long and full life. It is uh, near its den, and it's just kind of snuffling around in the dirt. Why are we here, Tibio? Is this a test? Um, not a test, but it is a job. We have been tasked with uh, procuring dinner. Hmm. And that is our target. And he points to the boar. And you don't mind this? We don't have to have a trial? Um, this is a little different. I personally would not consume the bar, but I understand that others do eat meat. So it is acceptable as long as we are kind in our killing of it. Kind in killing. Kind. I've heard something of this before. <laughs> so I will leave the task of the violent to you, as that seems to be your strength, and then I can carry it home to Hogwild. Tibio, I I was born with a stronger right hand. I... We discussed this long ago, and mm, I found that when I needed to stab with my left, it was harder, so I stabbed with my left. Here you go. And a hand Tibio, the dagger. You want me to stab with my left hand? <laughs> if you so desire, but I think it must come from you, Tibio. I have heard of what Ulrich speaks, and I think Vindorn will be a dangerous place with many things that deserve death. I think you need to work on this. Tibio looks at the dagger for a while and nods to himself. Yes, Snake, you may be right. I know we are going to some dark places, and maybe it is time for me to grow up. And he kind of straightens up and walks over to, like, behind the boar. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, give me a, a stealth check as you approach. This thing is kind of pushing its nose through the dirt of all of its previous kills. It's got, there's a bunch of like old bones laying around its den. Eight. Oof. You step right onto an old dry bone that cracks in half and the mm. boar kind of like sits up with a start and turns around and looks straight at you, Tibio. Um, is the boar a small beast? Yeah. Oh, no. I say... I am very sorry, my friend, but I have been tasked to provide food for the people of the nearby village. <laughs> that's, God, that's fucked up. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. It will be quick. It, uh, it's like just frozen in place, staring at you. And then you see its feet kind of like shuffle back and forth, and it says, You think you got a chance? You think you got a chance, half pint? Check the footwork. 
He starts kind of like darting back and forth side to side and he looks at you and he's like, take a stab, I dare you. You see these arrows? You got nothing. Nothing. I, um, with the bones on the ground, I make a little fence. Okay. Around him. Yeah. Uh, give me another stealth check. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is so much worse <laughs> than I thought it would be. Oh, natural one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, sweet Lord. Never talk to your dinner. I've made a horrible, horrible <laughs> decision here. The bones begin to uh, rattle in a large circle as you construct a little pen for the boar, uh, but he's having none of it. He says... Bad move, sucker! And he, like, charges for you, and he tries to bite you, Tibio. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, nine piercing damage as it chomps down on you. Did we have a long rest? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the next day. Okay. And uh, this thing is uh, effectively uh, on top of you. Uh, make a uh, strength save, or else you are prone. Six. You Dice are prone. Uh, this boar is on top of you, and it just like took a bite out of your arm and is uh, about to go for your face. I cast Vampiric Touch. 16. Wow. Uh, yeah, that hits the boar. Nine. You reach up at this thing, maybe trying to defend yourself, maybe really meaning to kill it, um, but... Tibio, you also realize in that moment that if you don't do this, it's going to kill you. Um, you reach up and touch its skin for just a brief moment, and uh, you you grab for life, and you you do. You grab onto some life, and you drag it out of the boar, and you feel it just kind of fall heavy on top of you, and then you just sort of roll out from under it. It's dead? Yeah. I get up. Snick, I, I did it. You did it, Tibio. You did well. I, um, I don't think I should have took to it first. Yes, that was a little disturbing, but... But I did it. You did, yes, you did. And I did not need the dagger. I don't know why that's an important distinction, I don't, I don't, I je ne sais pas. Tibio. Yes. Much of my life has been like that. Confusing and stressful. With a large boar and ready to chop my head. We did good, Tibio. Um, they did not think through getting enough help for us to move this, though. Oh, we I, do not need help with that. And I just use the necromancy to pick it up. <laughs> um, you you go to use your necromancy on it, and you hear never surrender and it gets up and it starts like sprinting away from where you guys are what uh, it's got this big like necrotic wound on its neck arrows sticking out of its back flopping around and it's just like sprinting through the dirt away from you guys oh my God. it says i'll never die um, is it dead or is it not dead it's not dead okay <laughs> um snack i did not do it I'm this is savvy. all you tibio it you must use to sprint down the canyon and you just hear it kind of like echoing as it runs away and it says many have tried none have succeeded <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should find something else <laughs> we, we cannot leave it like this um it seems to just i think it was fine i'm very surprised yes it seemed it should not be fine but it is i do think 
It is our duty to put it out of its misery at this point. It did not seem particularly miserable. <laughs> I will be quite embarrassed to be if we come back two strong adventurers and unable to slay a boar. Okay, I suppose I start walking off after the boar, <laughs> kind of dejected. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you eventually come upon it again. It is like at a river's edge, uh, just like drinking some water and it's got its big stupid eyes looking out for you. <laughs> Give it to Vio back the knife. Jesus. <laughs> just this, this way works really well most of the time. Yeah, I run up and try to stab it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're trying to stealth this time? No. Okay. All right. Uh, the boar turns to face you as you uh, run up towards it. and uh, I don't even know where to aim. I'm just like running and yelling. Yeah. Give me, give me your little tibia yell. <laughs> the boar looks up at you and goes, <laughs> and it charges towards you. Uh, give me a uh, contested melee attack. This is the best spin-off series. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hunting what do I that. add to it? Uh, whatever you would make with a dagger. So your dexterity and proficiency. Eight. Wow. The boar gets <clears throat> underneath you and flips you over its back <laughs> oh my God. into the river. <laughs> uh, you take one bludgeoning damage <laughs> as you fall into the water. <laughs> snack you see the boar is doing its like fancy feet again kind of crossing its little hooves over each other and looks up at you and says what do you got pipsqueak i have experience in emotion i'm not familiar with uh cringe cringe um i'll ask bird to write this down <laughs> tibio you must do this um i cast chromatic orb okay and what uh what element do you infuse it with fire Mm. Roast piggy. Taking a page out of Snack's book. 13. Okay, that hits the boar. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling fours and sixes back to back to back to back wow. to back. Uh, yeah, what is the damage to your chromatic orb? 3d8 damage. 12. All right. Uh, the boar begins to charge at you in the river as this chromatic orb comes sailing towards it. It, it. Your orb shifts colors from blue to green to violet, and then it settles on red, and it begins to uh, erupt into flames. The boar charges headlong into the sphere of flames, and it just says, I'm invincible! And just kind of fades out. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it stops at the river's edge, kind of in mid charge pose um i cautiously walk up to it (laughs) (laughs) and then i like push it a couple times to see if it's actually dead this time yeah it uh it like exhales some dust and you can tell that it has breathed its last snack i really did it this time please just stab it once more just to be sure I haven't stabbed it a first time. I know, but okay, do it do it for sure this time. Um, I, like, poke it a little bit with the dagger. I don't yeah. actually stab it. I, like, hold it with my fingertips. Okay. Tibio. Yes, Nick. I think this was very good for me. I'm glad that you suggested this. Now, don't get too carried away. It can be quite addictive. <laughs> I have no interest in ever doing this again, but I think it was good. I see. Well, should we just kill a few more things just to be sure we have enough? Um, I think that we are probably fine. Okay. And I throw some frogs out of my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and we drag the corpse back to Hogwild. Okay. Yeah. Just march it into town. <laughs> Holly, as you uh, finish up the overalls, uh, is there any finishing touch or special mark you want to put on it? So Holly was following uh, her old pattern, which uh, was one of her originals, and she decided to zhuzh it up a little bit. I don't know if this is an opportunity to try to use the magic tower thread, Tim. Mm, definitely. Okay. Um, so I got this from Margot Bingo, and it is the flexible reagent that can make uh, I can make magic items with. Um, and so I know they were fire resistant to begin with. I think. Holly wants to still have them be fire resistant. I'm trying to think of like what else might be good for Uli's whole thing. Um, Holly's gonna use, well she knows she's gonna attach the crystals to um, the little uh, buttons that hold the overall. She's gonna make them like black crystals. Okay. The straps. And like the straps that like hold it on around it. Mm-hmm. So like those are gonna be like where the crystals are mm-hmm. on it that attach it to the weave. And as she's sewing, um, she's trying to think of something that, that Uli really needs. While you're making these, uh, Mama keeps checking on you. You know, there's, there's not a day that goes by that I don't worry about her. I mean, I know she's fine. You know, she's strong and magic and whatever, but I still worry about her. You know, she's kind of dangerous. <laughs> um, but she's she's also sweet, and I think sometimes she gets, I don't know, a little lonely. It's It's hard for her to keep friends. She tends to scare them off. I don't know. It's it's never been easy for her. But, you know, if this helps protect her, if this helps her, you know, keep it in or keep people safe or keep herself safe, I, I owe you, Holly. I definitely have tweaked the pattern just a little bit. Uh, they're still fire resistant. Still uh, very cute. Um, uh, I mean, badass, very badass. Uh, Holly like goes shifty eyes, like, is that what orcs care about? Half orcs, I don't know. And then she says, "What do you think of some extra, you know, constitution, some health and vitamins? Yeah, built any, in. Anything that'll keep her upright. Well, I'm gonna call these the vitamin fire pants. <laughs> <laughs> Never tell Uli that she will. <laughs> just to, just for myself. <laughs> uh, she kind of holds them up after they're complete, and she says, "Wow, this is better than the pattern." She uh, steps on the pattern package. She goes, "Screw you, H H." <laughs> uh, Holly just like cringes a little bit and, and scrunches up her nose uh, at that, and just doesn't say anything. <laughs> these are great. Um, thanks, Fortune. Holly, thank you. No problem. Anytime. The day kind of wears on. Uh, night is approaching. People are starting to get excited and they're sobering up from the night before and ready to drink again. Um, snack. Uh, Ulrich kind of gives you the signal. Uh, he's got the boar in place. He's got the steak flanks in place. Uh, he wants you to try to breathe fire on as much of this as possible. Mm. This is the year they all had dragon fire. Yes, of course. Is it now, Ulrich? Yeah, looks around and he says, hold on, let me make sure everybody's watching. <laughs> he's just like, hey, everybody, he's a dragon. Woo! I'm a dragon. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's some applause and claps oh, and cheers. Cool. That's our friend. Uh, I dart up into the air, just fly straight until I'm basically out of sight. I'm guessing it's like evening. Yeah. And then I uh, just stop flying and just like free fall until I get close to the ground and then just do like a flyby, you yeah, know, just yeah. get a really fast flame, Swoop. really quick, like short flame burst. And then I circle back around, do a barrel roll or whatever, yeah. and then do like a full on like <laughs> whoo- 
after that. Cool. Yeah, there's like this uh, napalm effect as you all feel the, the brightness and the heat coming off of this grill. And uh, you can see that a lot of the stakes are set momentarily ablaze as the uh, extra hot dragon fire rolls over them. Uh, but the place erupts into applause and cheering um, as the night begins to uh, kick off in earnest. Uh, you all see Barrett walk over towards the water tower and all the pipework that's sticking out of the ground. And then he just takes a flat hand and he just like punches the thing. And the fountain just starts gushing water into the air. And uh, uh, a bunch of kids like run towards the fountain and start playing under the, the water fountain. Sick. I think just 24 hours ago, that water was controlling people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Wild Out Festival uh, starts. First thing they want to do before the sun is down is a watermelon eating contest. These watermelons are from the Barrow family farm. These things are enormous. Mm. Um, each contestant gets one watermelon to try to eat. Who wants to compete? Holly wants to. Okay. Uh, do I have the overalls yet? No. Okay, then I'm not partaking. Okay. What? <laughs> Tibio doesn't understand what's happening. This is a cultural experience he's never had, so he just thinks that everybody's going to eat watermelon and have fun. He doesn't understand it's competition, but he is going to try and eat one. Okay. All right. We got uh, Holly and Tibio uh, kind of up on stage. Uh, Dave is up there, and uh, we'll say... Hmm. Bidet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bidet. Da- Dave and Bidet <laughs> are also on stage. Uh, everybody who's participating, uh, give me a... Uh, Constitution save. We're gonna lose one person per round here. So Tibio actually like followed Holly up there. Okay. So he's kind of looking around and watching everybody else like go to town on these watermelons, Mm -hmm. and he like starts to like scoop pieces out of his and like take little bites. I got twenty. Tibio takes the first bite and he realizes that this is very sweet and very good Hmm. and very delicious Mm -hmm. and very refreshing. Mm -hmm. So he starts to really dig in and he gets a seventeen. Damn. Okay. Uh, so Dave is doing fine. Uh, Bidet takes one oh, bite of no. watermelon and uh, realizes that uh, healthy food is not for Bidet. And, uh, <laughs> Only crumbs. <laughs> crumbs. Bidet just descends the steps of the stage after one bite of the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben just says, we have our first loser. Uh, go ahead and roll again, everybody. Oh. Can I use luck on this save? Yes. Sweet. I'm going to use luck. Watermelon eating luck. <laughs> Damn it. Um, six. Okay. 22. Oh, right. uh, watermelon. Dave got a two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he kind of like leans back and pats his belly and he says, there's a lot of water in those things. It's, I'm not a, not a water buffalo. Not a, damn it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Were you going to do it? I'm sorry. No, that's good. <laughs> he looks down at the crowd and he goes, yeah, I'm not a water buffalo. <laughs> and he descends the stage. It's just you two now. by the crowd. Yeah. The crowd kind of tightens up and cheers on the two of you. Uh, this is the last round of watermelon eating. Let's see who pulls it off. Seven. 22 again. Oh! All right. Uh, Holly, you start to feel the bloat as uh, you've consumed just too much watermelon. And uh, Tibio, you are gnawing the rind of your barrel. I'm like sitting in half of it and like still like licking (laughs) the other half of it. Like, this is delicious. I've never had this before. Holly, uh, do you want some more? I still have a couple of crumbs left in mine. Holly like rolls off the stage, passes out. (laughs) (laughs) Holly's leaving the stage at that moment and you just hear people chanting, Bones! 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 bones. And I look around and I just like kind of just now notice that I'm on stage and people are cheering. (laughs) Oh, does anyone else want some? Does Tibio win a golden watermelon? I think Tibio, hmm, Tibio should get something. 
Uh, Tibia, you get a bag of magic seeds donated by the Barrow family farm. Oh, cool. That was kind of the last thing that happens before uh, it actually gets dark. Uh, So the sun is officially now uh, past the horizon, and uh, you've got that cool kind of magic moment where there's no sun, but it's still bright. Uli. Yeah. You're uh, kind of tending to your own business, uh, still sort of preparing as night falls here. When you notice that the place has more or less gone pretty quiet, you step out into the middle of town to see uh, your mom is waiting for you. Um, she's holding a folded piece of, piece of cloth. <laughs> uh, she's holding a, uh, a folded uh, piece of clothing um, that she kind of gingerly offers up towards you. And she says, uh, Hey, little fireball. Aw, mama. I, uh, I had something made for you. I mean, I tried to help, but you know me. Good with your hands, but not, you know, delicate work. What is it? Well, at first I was trying to make you some jammy jams, but I figured these would be better. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, she unfolds a pair of uh, pretty uh, pretty stylish overalls that you'd actually wear. Um, Whoa, what? These yeah. are so cool. I had your uh, rich friend help out. Uh, Bert? <laughs> uh, no, the uh, one that does these, and she shows the, the little uh, crystal buttons on it. Oh, no way. Holly made these? Yeah, she's... She's really talented. Don't tell her I said that. I would never. Um, Anyway, I just, you know, I figured it's special since we have you around for the first time in a while. And, well, there's something I'd hope you'd do for us, Suli. Yeah, uh, anything. Uh, She actually takes you by the hand and she leads you around the corner. Uh, You go out to kind of where the water tower was and... She shows you this giant bonfire that the rest of the town had been setting up. And she says, Uli, we'd be honored if you lit this year's fire for us. You, are you sure? Dora says, it's probably the only chance we're going to get, so yeah. I mean, that's a big honor, and you trust me with that? She gestures to the crowd, and she says, we took precautions, and people are holding up this, like, sheet of foil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, okay, I get that. Uh, yeah, that'd be an honor. And uh, your dad, standing next to her, says, Light him up, fireball. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'll cast fireball. Ooli, ooli. Line up my arm, kind of like a... A crossbow. Yeah. And I aim for the center. Fireball it? Fireball it. Okay. I'm going to say the bonfire failed its dex save. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And, uh, I'm just going to roll for a surge. Oh, we're good. Okay. <laughs> it uh, yeah, erupts into flame uh, that reaches higher than even the water tower did before. <gasps> yeah! The entire town goes Yeehaw! wild with applause and whoops and hollers. Whoop! Uh, (laughs) and uh people kind of uh descend into festivities immediately um everybody's pulled every which way uh to dance and drink and sing and party just like they had the night before things went south Uh, at some point in the night uh bert door sneaks up on you Mm -hmm. and he goes hey Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mr door 
Hey, I, uh... Um... And uh, you hear Barrett not far behind say, Go ahead. Versus, <laughs> um... I wanted to uh, apologize. <laughs> Is that how you say it? <laughs> you nailed it. Listen, I... I'm just... I'm weird about magic, okay? And it's... You should have told me. I'm standing by that. Uh, I get it. I... Cross a line, I should have been more forthcoming with what I was doing. It's just, the first time Uli surged, she was she was five years old. I knew at that moment that nothing I ever did would be as impressive as what she is. I, I wanted to treat her like a sister, I just, I got caught up on the wrong things. I think I understand. Magic can be... Pretty scary, even for people who are used to it. But I th- I think you should know that Uli really isn't any different than any of your other sisters. She just is trying her best and wants to make you all proud. I think I'm starting to see that, even though... I don't know, maybe it's too late. I don't think it's too late. Yeah. Well, I, uh... I got something for you. Um, I think it suits you. He, oh. uh takes off of his back this uh, enormous uh, war axe um, and yep. sets it into your hands. And says, <laughs> this is called brain gore, you know, because you're smart and stuff. <laughs> but I think it just, you know, it, it fit you. I'm going to do a strength check to see if I can hold it. Please do. <laughs> it's called brain gore. Nice. Beautiful. Ooh, ooh. 15. Yeah, you, uh, you like tense your whole body. <laughs> this axe is about 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're just like, <laughs> wow, brain gore. Yeah, it looks good on you. How'd it get a name like that, I wonder? Oh, yeah, I cleft a guy's head right in half first time I got it. Mm. <laughs> I figured it was something along those lines. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Door. This is quite a gift. Give it a swing. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't... Uh... <laughs> I mean, in front of the master. Oh, sure, I get it. Bashful, huh? Well, it'll do you some good on the road, I promise. <laughs> All right, I uh, move it over my shoulder. Uh, and, like, almost fall completely yeah. <laughs> He looks at you proudly and kind of turns his back and walks back towards the bonfire. Um, at that moment, Snack, you are approached by a vaguely familiar hobgoblin. He says... Our game was interrupted the other night. Yes, it was, wasn't it? It it was. I I don't mean to approach you for a rematch. I think that would be folly. I was bested, I believe. Not only that, but you you didn't take my stuff, and I I thought you would, and I. Well, that's impressive, especially for Cobalt. I'm, 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 it's pot dragon, but I, I understand the confusion. Yes, uh, Alcrock says everyone knows is a sacred game for kobolds. I agree, and I am an honorable hobgoblin. <laughs> for that reason, I believe I owe you this. And uh, he extends his hand, in it you see a small sapphire and a rolled up scroll. They're yours. Take them before I change my mind. Thank you, Mr. What was the name again? Hobgoblin. You may call me DeLorean. Yeah. 
That's a hobgoblin name. <laughs> hobgoblin. I have a sneaking yeah. suspicion your parents did not give you such a name. <laughs> no, no, I've always had such a fancy and elegant name. <laughs> Delorium, before you leave, um, I am building uh, a faction on some level, and I was wondering, you have seen how I am fair and kind yes. as far as dragons go, and if you do wish to wear my colors and... Join my flight, well, you may. There is one other, and I gesture towards Bidet and give him a slight kick to make sure he's <laughs> yeah. awake. He's barfing up watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most interesting. Allies are perhaps more valuable than golden jewels. I will join this faction. <laughs> Wonderful. How is it that I fly your colors? Bert! 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 <laughs> Dragging over this giant axe. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Mr. Snack? Mr. Bert. Yeah. We have another who is joining my faction. Who is going to be allies with us, Curse Breakers. You're what? Would you mind, Bert? <laughs> we, we have not much time. This hobgoblin is busy. Uh, Delorium here needs my tattoo. Your tattoo? Yes. You have your own tattoo? Yes, just as we previously dis- discussed. Oh. Do you remember what it was? It was very cool. You're not even going to comment about my very cool axe? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, is this one of the competitions uh, to see who can get the most sweaty? Oof, if it was, I think I'd be a shoo-in. Okay, the snack tattoo for the faction that we talked about. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. With the design that I made. Eh, sure, why not? (laughs) I'm gonna put the Curse Breaker tattoo on DeLorean, but with the summoning ink. A variation on the Curse Breaker tattoo. It has a dragon, like, wrapping around the the bar in the circles. Okay, yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> That's so neat. Delorium, you may keep this sapphire. I will keep your word cloth. He uh, kind of like clasps his hand around the sapphire and he says, I have joined the right team. <laughs> yes. You know of what brews in the north? No. Oh. <laughs> in fact, I haven't left Hogwild in years. Well, I'll know where to find you. <laughs> All right, Snack, uh, who was that guy? As we're walking away? Yeah. I think his name was... De- it was Delorium, yes. He was... Uh, we played Hawk Rocks. One thing led to another, and I, apparently I'm starting an army of some kind. Um, it's very difficult to be... Uh, Cobalt transitioning to dragon, uh, Bert. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Now, Snack, I didn't want to bring this up, but it seems a little weird for me to be giving people snack tattoos when you still haven't taken up the curse breaker tattoo. I did say I would do this. Um, they said I was not ready and that you would know when it is best. That's true. Do you think you're ready? I think I'm closer, Bert, but perhaps not this night. Bert, um, well, I, uh, I glance around and 
uh, reach into the lamp and pull out some of these books. Bert, I uh, I procured these from the library. Um, oh, oh my God! Yes, they are useful, I believe. I asked, I asked a fellow librarium person uh, if they could help me find facts about bones and uh, things of Tibio's world. Wow, these are amazing, Snack. This one here, this is a first edition. <laughs> very, very good. Well, I tried reading them and I did not understand well, much. You can leave the reading them to me. <laughs> yes. I do not want Tibio to know. I don't want to be spying upon him, but I'm curious and I imagine so are you. Uh, I am curious. It seems like there's more to Tibio than we know about. There's some weird stuff that happened at the Tower of Magic. And the bird spies. The bird spies? Those are weird. Maybe we'll find some answers in these texts. Uh, I think we kind of uh, pull back from that and see the, the raging bonfire and and people kind of laughing and singing and drinking and running around together. And Tibio is letting kids uh, take turns riding in his skeleton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's set it up so that it's more like a pony. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a horrifying horse. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, a horrifying horse. <laughs> and uh, I think the last thing we see tonight is a raven uh, perched on some of the wreckage of the water tower, uh, staring down at the party. Ow. Ah! 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 Wild. Ah! Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert FF Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Cut.